Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. If you watched the Clare Byrne Show last night and the mock-up of how pubs could look in the future and how hairdressing will look in the future and how dentistry... Dentistry was probably the most realistic because realistically, dentists wear masks anyway, the best of times. Most dentists do wear masks anyway. Some of them don't, but most of them do. Uh, the show used the Fair City pub McCoy's uh, because obviously it's, it's kind of abandoned at the moment because there is no Fair City being filmed at the moment to see what it would be like to enforce guidelines which vintners have proposed to the government so they could reopen uh, you know, earlier than the planned phase of August the 10th. Now, under these proposals, bar areas in the pubs would become dispense areas only with no sitting, standing, ordering, payment or drinking at the bar allowed at all. So they had this tape across the bar with COVID-19 restriction so you couldn't stand at the bar. Uh, table service would be a requirement in all pubs which would only serve a maximum of six customers seated at tables. Now the, ta- the customers would also have to be two metres apart. Live music and DJs will not be allowed so there'll be no entertainment. Uh, maybe a little bit of low background music, but then again, that, that would be of no use to you whatsoever because judging by last night and the demonstration we got, if there was low background music, you would struggle to hear a person two metres away from you. You'd be shouting at them all night. Anyway, today I want to know if you'd be happy to go to a pub where strict distancing measures are in place. I mean, look at the comments online. The two metre gap would be gone after six pints, says somebody. Another person says, let's be realistic. People give out about the pub. But would you rather have people having drinks in a regulated environment or having house parties where they are free to mix? Which is what will happen. Maybe we're better off moving to the one metre rule like the EU and try to keep people in a regulated place. I don't know, by the way, where that changed, by the way. Originally, the WHO were were regulating it at one metre. In most countries, it's one metre. But Ireland, we've kind of gone two metres. We're being looked at by most countries now as being overcautious. Uh, because our exit plan is so long and our two-metre rule. Another person said, if people are gathering in pubs, even with distance, uh, there will still be a virus shedding. Heat, lack of air in the old bars, drunk people, loosening inhibitions, and no atmosphere because of masked staff and no vibe. Uh, The simulation looks like you're drinking a... (laughs) I didn't see this. The simulation looks like... You're drinking at a homicide scene. <laughs> Nothing to see here. It did look like a homicide scene. Even Joe Duffy, God bless him. He was uncomfortable with the whole situation and he said it. I was surprised at Joe, who's normally, you know, in the government's corner. He said, this is not going to work. This is just not going to work. And he didn't mean that from a vintner's point of view, because obviously he cares about the vintners. He said, it's not going to work. And the hairdressing. Ah, oh, ladies, ladies, particularly ladies, because I know they love getting their hair done. Would you sit in this contraption that looked like somebody was going for execution on death row? That's what it was like. It was a big metal frame screwed to the seat. <laughs> and it had a perspex cage that you got into with a little sliding door <laughs> for you to look out. Like a slide. It was the most ridiculous looking thing. And the hairdresser had to put her hand into two gaps. How is she going to dry her hair? If she stuck the hairdryer in there, she'd suffocate you. It's not. And on top of that, the hairdresser has to wear goggles and a mask as well. 
So, but so what? Like it's the two years. It's like double bagging, double protection, isn't it? It's not going to work. And you know how Sam McConkey can sit there, who is the man who has recommended a lot of this, by the way, as well, with a straight face, and how Claire Byrne kept a straight face is beyond me, absolutely beyond. Because we are human beings, and I don't care what we think going forward. And I know the secretary this morning at the HSE said social distancing will be with us or suggested the virus will be with us for the next three years. And Sam McConkey made the comment last night that a vaccine, if it comes, may not be for three to seven years. Are you willing, as a human being, to sacrifice human interaction? I mean gigs, Football matches. They were talking about football matches. I heard one of the uh, leagues in Europe are talking about changing the rules of football so there'll be no tackling. Are you having a laugh? The Italian league said they'll be disinfecting the ball. Actually, what they said was they'll be disinfecting their balls after every goal is scored. Really? Do you really believe this stuff is going to work? No. What they're doing is they're pandering to the government just to get back into it. And then as soon as they get back into it, they loosen all the restrictions. That's what they, that's, I think, what they're trying to do. That's what the vintners want to do. That's what everybody wants to do. We just want to get back to doing what we do as human beings. And I think what's happened is, and I, by the way, again, I reiterate, there is a map there, a roadmap. And I hope the government look at this roadmap and bring it forward a bit because other countries are kind of looking at us now saying he's taking time there, a bit overcautious. But I believe they will bring that roadmap forward and I hope. And I, I, I encourage you because obviously as a broadcaster, we have to encourage you to follow those guidelines. And I do encourage you to follow those guidelines. But when the guidelines are finished is what I'm talking about. If we finish them in August or September or as suggested last night on the Tonight Show by retail, uh, one of the retail companies that we should finish those guidelines mid-July and bring them back to two weeks instead of three weeks. Are you willing, as a human being, not to interact with other human beings? Are you willing not to see your sick mother or father who might be in a home for the next three years so they will live for three years, the last three or four years of their lives, sadly before they lose their life or they die naturally of old age? Are you willing for your grandparents never to hug your grandkids again, possibly because they could be close to end of life in the next two years? Are you willing not to see your family or not to go out and socially engage with your family for the next three years. Are you willing to do all that? I believe that people and human beings are not willing to do all that. I believe at the moment, I do believe that we have socially conditioned a lot of fear into people. Some fear absolutely is warranted uh, in relation to this virus. Others is irrational. So I want to know what you think. Are you willing to put up with social distancing after the phase plans. Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087 uh, Ronan, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Ronan? How are you, Niall? How are you? Joe, did you watch the Claire Byrne show last night? No. no oh, Ronan. Course. Sorry, uh, I called you Joe. Sorry. I know you did. Yeah. I know you did. <laughs> Sorry, no, Joe. I know, but they, 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 they should have doubled the... Um they should have doubled the social distancing when he was there. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you can sit out in the yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Ronan, yeah. I mean, are you a pub owner? You are a pub owner, aren't you? I am, yeah. I Do- am, yeah. I was on, I was on the show there a few weeks ago. Uh, okay. Sure. Ronan, let, let's yeah. all be serious for a moment, right? Yeah. And do you really believe this is going to work? No. No, no. No, and I'll tell you why I think it won't work. I'm not, a, I'm not a member of the VFI because... Um, 
We did oh, ask them, by the way, to come on for comment today, but they oh, weren't yeah, available. They wouldn't. No, well, no, 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 no. I think they would. They said they would come on tomorrow, but the story would be old tomorrow. No, so I'm not. I'm not a member because I think 400 euros is a little bit much for a monthly magazine. You know. All right. Okay. No. <laughs> when when it came out about restaurants opening the 29th of June, I think the date was, and then the VFI and the LVA came out and said, well, let us open on that day also, and we will do X, Y, and Z. Well, some, some are opening under a restaurant licence, aren't they? I know, they are, yeah, yeah. but that's, that's fine, like, uh, because they, they do table service with restaurants anyway, but, but to, to, enforce, to enforce all those regulations is not possible in rural Ireland. I don't care what anybody says. And I'll even go as far as to say this now. It, it wouldn't be sustainable. And I, I, for one, I, 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 if, if and when we do reopen, I am not going to do table service. You couldn't afford to, probably, Ronan. No, I can't. I can't. I mean, how big is how I, big is your pub, bro? How many people? What's the capacity on a on a good Saturday night? What's your capacity? Oh well, I'll tell you, we we survive on parties and occasions. Right, but and on a on a, bu- on a busy night, how many would you have on a Saturday night? On a busy side, we could have ended up to 150, I suppose. Okay, so th- that's a small enough premises, right? Okay, it's not a huge uh, premises. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's pretty big for a rural Ireland. Okay, all right. Know. Okay, so, and now, with social distancing, you're probably looking at, if your capacity is 150 on a good night, you're looking at 20 to 30 people. Now, yeah. do you think your business could survive if the busiest night no, you're going to have no, is 30 no, people? No, 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 no. So who's Definitely. going to pay your staff? They won't. They won't have to be paid because there won't. There won't be jobs for them. There won't be jobs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There won't it's be jobs. It's as simple as that. And uh, I, I think. It, I think all this is, is this big overreaction. And uh, I just want to say one other thing. We have uh, three pubs in the village here. We we have nearly everything except we haven't a chemist. We have a funeral home up there. We haven't had a funeral over six months. I think. Right. You know. What I mean. This. this this virus, I, I, I honestly don't know. I think it's... I, I, well, there's no doubt that people have passed away, and there's, there's no doubt about that. But but in saying yeah. that, you th- you think the reaction is an overreaction? It's an overreaction. And uh, just going back to, to, to the pub side of it, like it's it's just not sustainable. It's not sustainable for me anyway. So what you're telling me is, and there's many other people like yourself, like publicans around the country, Roland, who are going to say it's not sustainable. So that's no. the end. And, and you know what? And they made a really good point last night, in fairness to Claire Byrne. She said, look... She wouldn't like it either. Joe Duffy said, no. this is not going to work. They said, I'd rather stay at home and invite a few friends over. Yeah, well, that's... It'll be like the speakeasies. We're going to have the speakeasies yeah. in the 1930s in America. Yeah, uh, the busiest spot around here is the bottle tank. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be letting them in the back door, Ronan. Do you know what I mean? People are, I'm going to see people breaking the law. Yeah, well... Uh, I know, I don't mean you personally. I, I'm not accusing you of being a lawbreaker, but you know no, what I mean? No, no, no. Don't worry, it did cross my mind. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. And I won't. And I won't. No, but it, well, it, it is going to come to a point where businesses, are, you know, are going to say, I, I, this is my business. I, I've worked on this for 30 years of my life, for 40 years of my life. I'm not going to just let this happen and disappear. Well, that's it. You see, people are going to be left with no choice but to do it. You know? Yeah. That's the way I see it going, because... It, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can't, can't, can't see this working. It's not going to work. No mu- I mean, look at the measures. No music, table service, no live DJs, no bands, um, two metres apart. Just on the, they had a, a sign on the couches in the pub, in McCoy's pub in Fair City last night, a sign, on, and, and it said two metres with the arrows. Um, mm. And people, should you be shouting at each other? No, well, I won't have them. 
Yeah, and then the barman, when you walk in the door, you're not allowed to go to the bar. You have to, the barman will tell you where to sit. You have to be told, instructed where to sit. The barman tells you where to sit. And then he'll come over to you two metres apart, of course, with his mask on. You couldn't understand what the man was saying. It was like, what do you want to drink? And then he had to well, take the mask off because he couldn't breathe. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a fair few characters around here now, and I, I would just love to <laughs> see them with a mask I, I don't on. Any names, I'm telling you. Could you can you imagine your typical rural Ireland barman? You know that uh, the Savage Eye. Do you remember the Bull Mick? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine someone like the Bull Mick in the arsehole of somewhere with this mask on his face? Where would you like to drink? Yeah, well, there's a lot of bull mixed around here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but stay there for a second, because Mark, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing? Mark? Hi, Nyla. Yeah, according to the government, this has to work. It could go on for years. I, it, it's not going to work. It's not a whole panel. Like, I, I'm in a position for 25 years in bars. I see, I see people the way they get. Like, you're going to need a warden in every bar. And, like, even when it comes to a warden to tell people not to sit down. They'll be around. After, somebody said, after four, five, six points, you're not telling me where to stand, pal. Exactly. It's like well, actually, sorry, no, there's, no, there's no standing. You must sit. You must sit. There's no standing. Yeah, you're going to need a garden everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it's, it's not going to work as simple as that. It, it, there's no way in hell it's going to work. And what, people, like, what, what the government haven't said either is that if, 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 if all the rules and regulations go to plan to the fifth stage and it's the 10th of August, there's still not going to be allowed like music DJs. You know what I mean? No, no, no. no. This, by the way, this, these rules and regulations will apply after the phases as well. So, in other words, when we're finished all this in August and the phase yeah. we're all back to work, allegedly, although I can't yeah. see everybody getting a job back, a lot of people are still going to be unemployed because, yeah. as, you know, Ronan rightly pointed out, um, you know, and you, Mark, as a musician, you're not going to be yeah. employed because no pub no. is going to want you there. No. No live no. music. So, in no. saying that, you know, if indeed they all do go back in September, we're still going to have to have social distancing and no hugging and kissing and jumping around with each other and having a laugh. Yeah, well, I do a lot of one-piece work, which is only me on my own. Um, that's still not going to be uh, allowed. I do a lot of uh, comparing, a lot of um, social events, stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of weddings, a lot of a lot of, uh, a lot of um, a lot, I do a lot of wine receptions for weddings and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, like the amount of texts and messages I've gotten in the last couple of weeks with people moving their weddings to next year is absolutely crazy. And I'm trying not to double book them. The hope I can fit them all in. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's it's not looking likely this year at all. Lord. But the, I don't that the, the rules that they're trying to put. But I know I know the pubs want to open. I know they're losing money. The staff are out of work. The government will have to do some good ability because there's no way they can open up in those in those circumstances. Like and by the way, is, I'm I'm not just talking about pubs today. I'm talking about most businesses where human beings yeah. go. This is this idea of social distancing may work while we're going through the phase plans of return to work and and you know well let's all stick to those guidelines and you know and let's see mm-hmm. what happens. But in relation to going forward for the next three years, I can't see Woody's or B and Q or Harvey Norman's or any of those big shops. I can't see them having queues outside the door and restricting their business to maybe 20% capacity. Sure, they can't survive. They won't survive. Well, I've seen, I've seen pictures up on Facebook yesterday when they opened and the queues, now they seem to be social distancing, but Do you the know queues what? are absolutely and I drove up to Airside yesterday and in Airside you've got B&Q, Harvey Normans, Woody's, um, uh, Power City, Curry's, and they were all open, it seems. The car park yeah. was packed. There was a traffic jam. It's the first time in eight weeks I was in a traffic jam. And you know what? I sat there and I went, I'm delighted to be in a traffic jam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, was, it was a wonderful... And, and, gosh, it sounds terrible to say this because I would have been thinking this you know, two, two months ago. Yeah, but, but I'm sitting there looking at it, all these people and I'm going, isn't it wonderful to see human beings again? 
It was yeah, a wonderful exactly. sight, and and I know you know that's, that's probably not the responsible thing for people to be doing, but it was just wonderful to see all these human beings again doing what human beings do, and yeah. I, you know, listen to yourself and Roland there today, and everybody, I I just can't see this that contraption. Did you watch Clareburn, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the hairdressing contraption? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to cut my own hair a couple of days ago. Actually, like, it wasn't too bad. Did you? Turned out too bad. Thank God. Yeah. Come to Ronan; he'll have a few pints and he'll cut it for you. Yeah, I, I just, I basically, I, like, with all the phases that are going about, like, I, I think, I, if, if I read it properly, honest, that it was the second wave of the Spanish flu. Most, most of the, the most. It was, it was, it was the psychological effect afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I, I don't like, like all the phasing going. Hopefully, hopefully they, they all go to plan to the fifth stage, but if they don't, go back to square one again. You know, I don't know what what way people are going to react when it comes to that, especially psychologically, yeah. mental health wise. You know, it's it's affecting people, a lot of people that way as well. You know, and I'm wondering actually, Ronan. Uh, I'm sure because you live in rural Ireland, you know a lot of your customers, do you, Ronan? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? You got yeah. a stranger come in like this. Everyone knows he's a stranger. Okay, so and have you you've you've talked to them in the last eight weeks? And do you think if you opened up with no rules tomorrow, right? Uh, and you know the government said, "All right, pubs, go ahead, just open up, do do what you did before, right?" And if you opened your doors, do you think people would come back willingly, or can you see a situation where people would actually be afraid to go back to a pub? Because I know there is a, a social social conditioning of fear at the moment as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a certain amount of them are going to be in straight away, you know. Mm. Um, I, the hardliners, I can, I can, yeah, yeah. I can I can picture the the cautious people, you know. Um, maybe he he might come out for a pint and herself mightn't, you know. And yeah, but the, 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 there's one other thing now. I just want to let you know now too. Now is that um, oh, just getting away from the regulations and everything. The other thing is a lot of pubs bills are still piling up. Yeah, if you know what I mean, like yeah, and. From a financial point of view, a lot of places might not be able to open again. They haven't got the money. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not just a matter. I mean, we well, but do me do me a favor, Roland. Do me a favor. I have to take a break. Stay there, and just can you explain that to me when I come back after the break? Because I know a lot of people are very interested in the bills the pubs have, and maybe they don't have a full understanding of the cost of operating a bar. Uh, let me know what you think. The number is oh eight seven one double eight travel zero eight. Maybe you're a hairdresser. Uh, will you be able to use this new contraption? Not at all, Roland. Okay, talk about these bills. I'm assuming you've got a break on your rates. You've got some sort of I don't know whether you're paying a rent or whether you own your own premises. I'm no, assuming. I don't. You, Okay, so I'm assuming you've got some sort of break in relation to paying rates. Um, well, the, I, I'm, just, I'm just not paying them. Well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm but, they, uh, but the point is, they will have to be paid. It's not like they're going to go away. So they, they'll be added on to next year's in some form. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah and yeah. the same goes for the revenue commissioners. Uh, I'm assuming you didn't pay your VAT bill. Uh, that would have been, Are you paying four monthly? Or two monthly. Okay, so have you paid your VAT bill? No. No, okay. So that that will go on to negative. Well, that's okay, because the revenue have said already that they will do it, make arrangements with people. But it's not well, like, you're, it's not like you're getting away with it. You have to pay it. Yeah, well, they, they said that. Hopefully they'll keep to the word, like, you know, in their carcass for 12 months. But time will tell on that one. Yeah. I'll just tell you, I got, um, I got an email yesterday morning from uh, an insurance broker telling me that my um, insurance was to be paid by Nick's. This is your liability, your liability insurance. Yeah, 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 public liability and all that. Yeah. And um, I, I just emailed him back and I said, I'm not paying it. You're going to pay it last year. And you say, I, I just come back to the business interruption, like, and they just cast us cast us off, like, you know. So I said, I'm not paying it. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're all costs. Give the electrical yeah. costs, give everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything. And I mean, there's 
whatever stock is left there, I mean, spirits are, spirits are fine. They'll keep. Bears got there's off. A lot of, there's a lot of stuff out there that's just going to go down the sink. Literally, yeah. And, and by the way, bear, well, a bear in a keg, does that go off? Huh? Does bear in a keg go off? Well, if it's in the cold room, it'll hold, it'll hold for a couple of months in a cold room, no problem. Okay, what, what about bottles? I just have an odd one myself, just keep sampling to make sure. Yeah, it's I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure you do. <laughs> what, about, what about the bottles? Do they go off? Have they got a sell-by date? They have, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, the, 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 there is a sell-by date on them, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of them would be touch, yeah. and, touch and go now at the moment, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, it's eight weeks, you know what I mean? It's a long time, you yeah. know what I mean? Nine weeks and three days. Oh, nine weeks and oh dear God, it's, it doesn't, it's, 66 days, the same as Bobby Sands. Huh? Well, you're counting it, you're marking it on a wall, are you? Well, I can I can imagine. And are you worried about the future? Because it is your family business, I assume. So are you worried about it, the future? I am and I am, because there's not a lot I can do about it. You know what I mean? So why aren't people speaking out? Why are, why are pub owners... That, that's and, what I can't understand. Why are, why are the vintners even saying to the government, here's a that plan? That's badly represented. But it's not even realistic. The plan is not realistic. It's just not a thing. No, no. Sure, sure, sure. They, 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 they don't work in pubs. Well, no, of course, well, no, probably not. No, some of them, some of them do. I imagine some of the, some of them own pubs, but they don't work on them. Yeah, they don't work on them. I well, I mean, you talked about rural Ireland. I can tell you now because I live in the city, you know, and it, not, people in the city are not going to deal with that either. It's not going to work, particularly young people. Do you think young people yeah. now would be happy now to go to a nightclub and dance? Oh, the you're not allowed to dance. Sorry, that's another rule. Mm. I was going no. to say dance two meters apart, but you can't dance two meters. They're not allowed. You're not allowed dance either. You just basically should just put up a sign up saying there's no fun in here. No. Yeah, crack. yeah, yeah. You might as well. Yeah. Well, sorry. Well, hang on for a second because James, you're on classic hits. How you doing, James? Oh, James, are you there? Going. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to all the listeners out there. Oh, James, how are you doing? Are you welcoming welcoming everybody onto the air for me? That's nice of you. All right, James. Do you think this will work? Sorry, Niall, just speak up small bit there. The volume's quite low. Is it? Well, it's most likely your phone and not my radio station. Okay, I'm just turning it up. Yeah. <laughs> James, you're gone. I couldn't I couldn't be dealing with that. It's live radio. Ronan, listen, thank you very much, and I wish you the yeah, best no of luck, Ronan. Right. All right. Thanks for getting back on to me. Uh, yeah. yeah, look, hopefully, hopefully, but I'm, I'm not too optimistic. I'll be quite no, honest. I'm, with you. I'm not very optimistic uh, I'm, at the moment. I'm, I'm, not going, I'm not going to enforce what the VFI recommends, because it's not, not sustainable. Full well I, well, I think well, I think we got a demonstration last night. I think the whole country knows it's not sustainable. I, we're either open or we're closed, and that's the way I stand at the moment. I, and I think you're probably right. That's the we're only way. We're doing it our way long enough, and we're going to keep it our way, or else we won't do it at all. That's my own opinion. All right, he's going to stay at home and drink, one or the other. It's one or the other. Come in and have a bit of crack and sit up at the counter and have the chat with the lads. It's not Ireland. Well, that's not really Ireland anymore, is it? You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. It's now, not. don't get me wrong. I don't want to be encouraging people to be, have a lifelong problem of drinking. But in saying that, there's nothing wrong with having a social drink. Yeah, and, but you know what I mean? People forget, like, there's people living around here that live on their own. Yeah. And I, I have them as customers. And, and they, they come into me seven days a week. And they, they, they come for the company. Yeah. They come for the company and to meet people. Game of cards, game of dominoes, I whatever. Yeah, them in the local supermarket, and I mean they're lost. They're lost. They're lonely. These, these are the same people that will go to mass on a Saturday evening or Sunday morning and pop in for a pint after mass. Yeah. They don't even know what day of the week it is. I don't either. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I know, I know. It's it's a tough time, Ronan. Well, Ronan, well, Ronan, I wish you well. All right, I do wish you well. Well, Jenny. we have our heads. Let's meet them. All right. 
Ronan, okay, any, see you then. Bye, bye, bye. Okay. All right. A lot of it, a lot of publicans, by the way, texting and actually echoing the comments that Ronan is making today that it's just not, not workable. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping, by the way. Maybe you're a hairdresser. I'd like to hear from you as well. Is there anybody listening today who really believes that when it comes to business, whatever about your personal social distancing and your good etiquette when it comes to sneezing or coughing or having a cold or symptoms of anything at all, the business etiquette, of social distancing. Is there anybody listening today who believes beyond September the 1st or when, you know, the end of August when all our phases are lifted that it could, going forward and according to Jim Breslin this morning who's the Secretary General of the Department of Health that this could go on for years and that, you know, we would have to live beside this virus as we do other viruses like the flu and many other viruses that going forward we would have to social distance for years, and Sam McConkie made the comment last night as well that the the vaccine may, if it even exists or ever comes about, could be three years to seven years. Don't believe all the stories, the sensational stories you hear at the moment. Oh, we're closer to a vaccine. It could be with us for January. If a vaccine is around in January, it'll be given to healthcare workers first. Even then, it may not be successful. It might only give 10% or 20% protection. To get a successful vaccine could take many, many years. The flu itself, for example, took 10 years to get a vaccine. Viruses, you know, vaccines take a long time to become successful. So, are you happy to live with social distancing in your business? Forget about your personal aspect of life. In your business for the next three years. No more gigs, no more marathons, as you just heard. That's been cancelled. No more events, no rubber rugby matches, no more soccer matches. No more playing soccer because you'll have to disinfect your balls every now and again. Um, No more tennis, unless you disinfect your balls. Or you can play tennis as long as, if you're playing doubles, the two people in the doubles are family members. That's what I heard yesterday on the news. Do you think, as human beings, that can last long? According to the health advice, it has to. Emily, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Emily? Hi, how are you? Emily, I mean, you're a beautician, well, you work yeah. in a beauty salon. Um, so what are, you, what are you doing? Are you doing kind of nails and waxing and all that so, kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, I would offer like nails, waxing, brows. Like the things that all the, kind of, all the girls are going mad for at the minute because they can't have. And facial treatments as well. Yeah. But it's virtually impossible. You cannot social distance in my line of work. If I'm two metres away from you, I physically can't touch you. So I cannot do my job. Yeah, how are you going to and give me a bikini wax now for two metres? <laughs> not that I need a bikini wax. But if you're two, you're two metres away from me, I mean, you have to touch, you know, my body. That's the thing. And like, the government have just, like, they've given out some direction towards hairdressers. And beauticians, once again, when it comes to them, we've just been kind of thrown under the bus. We have to just kind of figure it out for ourselves and hope for the best. And it's just, it's a little disheartening because then you do see people like on Facebook that are willing to do it from home and everything and there's little to no protection when people are doing it from home. No, it's the black market. Yeah, people are doing exactly. it on the black market, yeah. And yes, you have people like myself who are working really hard to get ourselves back up and running and there's just no support. I'm like, assuming, by the way, your industry is self-regulated. Is it in the sense that... You, no. I, I, there is, there's the Hairdressers Federation but there's nothing for beauticians. They were looking into it last year. It was on RT News and then just nothing came about it. Like, just nothing came in. Like, it isn't regulated. You can do a two-day course on your computer and be like, oh, I'm a makeup artist. Right, okay. And then there's the girls that spend two or three years really training to do that and they really are qualified and yet if the girl that doesn't practice half as hard or doesn't train half as hard, charge more than the girl that probably is qualified. 
Okay, you know, but but I think really very, customers customers will see through that, won't they? And they'll pick the ones that do the best job. You'd be surprised. But like, if I want to go and get my eyebrows, if I want to get me four D eyebrows or whatever you call what the, what's the, what are they called? HD eyebrows, four D. Okay, so I want to go and get my HD. For people who don't know what HD eyebrows, these are these real defined eyebrows that you see women particularly with at the moment. Men, it's high, you know, it's high definition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So how we? I mean, did you watch Claire Byrne last night? I was, and I saw that thing with the hair. Like, That's I'm a contraption, sorry, I wouldn't a want to get my hair done like that because I'd feel like I was being suffocated, stuck <laughs> in a box. I mean, nobody actually mentioned last night, by the way, what happens when you're drying the person's hair? She'd kill them. Yeah, <laughs> they'd, they'd literally be gas light inside, and it's like, she's all about fogging up her goggles. Imagine the fog inside in the box. You mean, Matt? You have a little but sliding like, door to open. <laughs> So you can ask. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, would you open the door and go, going anywhere on holidays this year? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's so disheartening that we're not being given any advice on, like, what we have to do. And then, like, you're getting in all this PPE, and we're expected to provide it to customers as well. And, yes, there's no help for that. Like, for me to put safety screens alone in my salon, including that, was over €400. Euro. But, how, and like, but how would you do eyebrows behind a safety screen? Well, that's only for nails. I literally, I cannot do that for eyebrows. I just have to wear a mask and a face shield and just get on with it. Do it. Just get on with it and hope for the best. And hope and then I know the, the danger is whether they've been out or feeling unwell or you know. But so now what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to get people. I imagine talking when when we look at all the news lately about people wanting to sue each other and all that kind of carry on. You're going to have to get people to sign consent forms saying. Oh yeah, there's going to have to be stricter paperwork in salons. People have to consent to coming in to having the treatments. You know, at their own, at their at own risk, doors. yeah. Yeah, like, it's just... And, like, I have one girl working for me, and essentially I can't really take her back on for the stable because I can't have the two of us in the salon. It's quite so small. there's another person out of work permanently, possibly. Yeah, do you know? And, like, yeah. as well as that, I applied for a business continuity voucher with my local enterprise office because when COVID hit, I was very in my infancy. My salon was literally a year old and COVID hit. So, you know, you're struggling to get yourself off the ground. You're trying to employ someone. You're trying to make something of yourself. Yeah, you're trying to be legitimate and pay your bills and pay your tax bills and everything else. Yeah, yeah. I I was refused the €2,500 continuity voucher from my local enterprise office because my business isn't valuable enough. I don't make enough money to count. So I don't know where the government are coming saying, oh, we'll help small businesses. We'll do this. We'll do that. Yet if you're not pulling in a certain amount of money, you're not worth helping. Yeah, and see, I just remind people, small businesses are 85% of the businesses in this country. Yeah, and like, obviously, I'm not going to be pulling in a 50 grand profit. I'm a year old. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm reinvesting. But you, so, but you are making enough money to keep yourself off social welfare and to keep somebody yeah. else off social and welfare. Pay my tax which is saving taxpayers bill. money. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, I don't qualify for any of the government aid because I'm not worth enough money. Like, it's extremely disheartening. So you you can't see this working in the long term. I mean, you don't particularly want the screens there because it's very impersonal, apart from anything else. But you yeah. can't. But you can't see it working in the long term. It just can't be for at you. All. Not at all. Because as well as that, like, what treatments am I not allowed to do when I go back? Like, if I can be so close to somebody to do their eyebrows, how can I then say to somebody, "But I can't give you a facial because it's too close." It's yeah, because you're going to be having steam yeah. coming off and all that kind of stuff. And what, about, and what about, you know, waxing? Will you be allowed to... Is there anywhere that you can call in the HSE and say, am I allowed to do waxing? Am I allowed to do... Th- is there somebody that's going to clarify for you what you can and can't do? 
I sent an email into HSA over two weeks ago and I still haven't received a reply. Just asking them they don't for know. some basic information. Yeah, but that's the thing. People just don't know. So we just have to wing it and see how it goes. And you just have to hope to God when you get back to work, you've done enough that you're not going to catch this deadly virus. Well, I, have well, a, I have a very sick mother at home, so I don't want to be bringing it home. Mm. You know, so I just I just have to take a chance. Like, it's well, I, well, I mean, I'm I'm not being bad, but isn't that what's probably going to have to have to happen after September in a yeah. lot of business? People are just going to have to take the chance. And let's be clear about this, by the way. And I, I mean, the scaremongering is outrageous at this stage, right? There is a deadly virus that has killed many people. Sadly, most of those people have been, you know, over the age of eighty, right? Yeah. And in saying that, you know. We're going to have to get back out into the world again. We, we at some That's point. That's exactly what I think. We just have to accept this is the new normal and learn to live as we did, just watching, watching out and keeping safe and trying to stay. As yeah, as reasonably as safe as possible. possible. Within reason that you know life yeah. has to go on. You know, and like people have to be employed. People they can't do things or they can't go out or you can work but you can't work. Like. I mean, there's a bit of a, a Boris Johnson air about that, isn't there? No, there is, yeah. Like, and, and, you know. and I understand there are people with certain difficulties that would have a, a compromised immune systems. And unfortunately for those people who are in that situation, or those who are very very elderly, they're going to have to just stay put, unfortunately. Yeah. That's, it's that's just, the way. It's, it's just the way it's going to be for the foreseeable. As you said, it's a virus. The flu vaccine was 10 years in production. Yeah. Like, we don't know how long this is, if we ever, and some scientists have said we may never find a vaccine for it. And, and hopefully, by the way, other scientists have said it will just disappear naturally itself. Hopefully it will, like the Spanish flu, it'll just disappear. Uh, but yeah, yeah but I, I find it very difficult for people like yourself who are, you know, struggling at the moment as the decisions you have to make. Thank you, Emily, for that. But let me go to Connor as well. Connor, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Connor? Hey, how's it going? hurting. Good. Did you watch Claire Bourne last night, did you? It was like the, com- it was like the comedy no, show of the century. No, I was watching Netflix. Because it's, it's, it, because it's unworkable, Connor. It's, and everybody even said it I'm on the sick, show. But I'm sick of watching bloody shows at this stage of dour misery. People, look, my, my opinion on this is people just need to calm down. Jesus Christ. I mean, sorry, sorry for the language. But, I mean, come on. Like, it's, it's, it's a virus that, that, we, that is, is descending, which is great. Because people have done the hard work. But Christ almighty, it's like watching... A bunch of robots walking around at the moment. Everybody's looking at each other. They're all walking two paces in front and two paces and looking at each other like social pariahs. Yeah. If I'm going to kill you, like you know, <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, like at the end of the day, it's it. And, and I've said this to a lot of people for the last couple of months. It's all about accountability. That's really what it's all about. Nobody wants to be the one who makes the mistake. Okay, so. Like, but but there, are, there is massive mistakes being made, and not in the relation of protection of people. Mind you, there was yeah. in relation to protecting the vulnerable, right? And I, and mm. I think there will be a huge inquiry in about a year's time in relation to that. Yeah. Uh, and there will be questions to be answered, and they're doing that right now as well, and to some degree. But yeah. the biggest mistakes that are being made is that we're looking at a situation where the secondary effect of this virus, i.e. business, the economy, mm. which in turn mm. kills people, by the way, because our health yep. is our wealth, our wealth yep. is our health, yep. they're directly mm-hmm. linked, um, it could, in fact, invariably, in the long term, kill more people. Yeah, absolutely, because depression, like, it will, it will turn into a depression. Um, despair, you know, despair, they call it, yeah. Despair, it is, yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, they, like, they've quantified this in America, and, and they brought out mm-hmm. a, a research there about two days ago, and they believe that deaths of despair could be upwards of 170,000 people. Now, that mm. includes just stuff that you can't really quantify very well. Say somebody who's increased their drinking habit while in lockdown, yeah. their mortality yeah. comes down. Obviously, they don't live to be 85, they'll only live to be 82. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody who's eating more and may get obesity, uh, their mortality yeah. will drop. So you have to look at yeah. the, uh, it, those unquantifiable deaths. 
<laughs> as well as the ones, by the way, who are not going to hospital to be diagnosed for cancer at the moment, where they should be, uh, who are not getting yeah. breast checks, who are not getting cervical uh, heart smears, heart disease, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So you know, we're looking, we're looking at a catastrophe in two years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, as you said, there's a lot of scaremongering. If I if I, if I turn on the news, it's the, the first within the first paragraph of of the newsreader, there'll be disaster or crisis or it's it, it, it's these big words that are thrown out and i swear to god like i mean you think when you really think about what's going on and um, the governments around the world have invested like hundreds of millions of euro our dollars to, to, to find this vaccine okay billions now, yeah go on yeah billions now at the end of the day the scaremonger is not going to stop because you're not going to invest in something to get a result out of something that you invested in. They want a vaccine to make billions back. <laughs> well, well, of, well, of course, the likes of the big companies like Johnson and Johnson and GlaxoKline, and they're all racing to be the ones that the get Chinese the vaccine. Are probably going to end up making half of it anyway. Yes, so they'll uh, make so, money out of it. Yeah. So it's only it's only in the government and the media and everybody involved. It's only in their interest. To, to, to keep that level of scaremonger I don't, happening. Yeah. But so, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I understand what you're saying. And, and there is a little bit of conspiracy theory in that. And I'm not saying yeah, that you're well, bringing it in. But what I'm saying no. is, I, I don't believe it's intentionally done. I believe we live in an age where this is the first time we've had a pandemic where we've had social media and mm-hmm. a lot of media, i.e. lots of radio yeah. stations, lots of television yeah. stations. And it's a global world now because we mm-hmm. watch American television. We, you know, we have social media which connects the world. Yeah. So this is the first test we've had of a pandemic in this age. And I think we've messed it up. Yeah, because the, globally, everyone's going to have a different opinion, and that's just the way it is. It's free speech. Well, we're, so, yeah, but we're not like, allowing different opinions. This is the problem. There was a yeah. professor there, Professor Nuts, by the way, was his name, ironically enough. Uh, but he, <laughs> he he talked about social distancing and how this would have a huge impact on people's lives in the future. And yeah. as human beings, we could die because of that, of the isolation and the loneliness. Yeah. He, he put a video up, a very good video up on YouTube. It was taken removed by YouTube. Anything, anything that doesn't fit with what yeah. the agenda is by the state and what the governments are saying is being silenced. And, you know, I, I find that really uncomfortable that yeah, we're not allowed to hear the other side. Absolutely. And, and it's even the fact that I was listening to the guy that you had, you're on, it was on your shoulder, the poor barman, or the bar owner. Ronan, yeah, uh, Ronan. Open, yeah. open, open his, uh, his, his pub. I mean, look, at the end of the day, uh, pubs should be allowed to open it should be up to the people themselves whether they want to go or not. And look, look, I don't look. Take two years ago when nothing was happening. I don't know if I go out on Saturday night and I walk into a pub. Those three people have a really, really bad flu that I could pick up off if, if I shared a glass or or the glass wasn't washed right. It, it, it was something you just didn't think about. Yeah, of course. We're going to have to learn to live with this. Well, I mean, the argument from the state is is that that's all well and good for you to say that, but what happens if a you know if our hospitals then are overrun? which they do get, by the way, in November, December, every year anyway, um, you know, when we have a bad season. Um, and they did in 2018, was a disaster in this country. Uh, but, of course, the government then didn't seem to care about that because I know the nurses yeah. and doctors were crying out back in 2018 for yeah. assistance and help and money uh, to deal with the bad flu season we had. But the government completely ignored them. So all of a sudden, mm-hmm. the government care when actually our hospitals are now at the lowest capacity they've been at in years. Yeah. Which, which is, I, I find this thing all very confusing. I think most people do. Find it. But I think the concern for the government is if we all run out and start hugging and kissing each other, that all of a sudden the hospitals won't be able to handle it. And I can understand no, that I'm point. Not that. My, my point is, my point is that you're not giving people the choice. So what I'm saying is, open the shops, open the pubs, open the airports. It's up to everybody's individual choice what they want to do. Okay, 
and that's and that's just the way it's going to have to be. You know, as I said, there's a, there's your body has thousands of viruses that live inside you. Yeah, well, we're, we're human beings. We, we we can produce, and this is something that needs to be said. By the way, the majority. Yeah. The vast majority of people who have got this virus yeah. have had very little symptoms and their yeah. body, because we're human beings and our bodies are complicated and wonderful instruments, automatically mm-hmm. produce antibodies. Some people, unfortunately, can't and, and sadly, exactly. they could end up in hospital. They could end up dying. But yeah. the majority of us, the vast majority of us, our bodies will, will, will produce <laughs> antibodies and not even realise we bloody had it. So that's something that's important to say because we yeah, seem to be ignoring that fact. My whole point here, now, and the reason why I rang you is to say, Everybody just needs to take that take a step back. Just calm down. This will peter off. It will go. In my opinion, this is my opinion. Um, it will go away like the Spanish flu, like any other virus out there. It will peter off. The social distance, and I totally agree. With for the yeah, but now, now Peter, when you when you say like that, I just want to correct you in relation to the Spanish flu. The reason the Spanish flu disappeared was because of herd immunity. So, in other words, it reached seventy percent of the population and then had nowhere to go. So, and that's yeah. normally what happens with most viruses, by the way. It reaches yeah. so many so many of the population that it has nowhere to go anymore. Yeah, yeah, and, and and to be honest, I think this virus was here since last November anyway. So my point Possibly. is, it's actually been with us for about seven or eight months anyway. People didn't even realise they had it, and some people do because if you think back to last Christmas, every second person who spoke to was in bed with, well, with, we, with, we, with we, other pneumonia. Well, well, there was a great article in the Irish Examiner back in January where it talked about the particularly bad flu season we were having and mm-hmm. how hospitals were under a huge amount of pressure with yeah. that bad flu season, and many people so, died. Many people died from that flu. Yeah, and and many people died. And did we? Did any of us know about it? No. Well, we didn't see. We we, we we became, I suppose, complacent in relation to the flu. I mean, I, I just to point yeah. out, over half a million people die on a, a yearly basis because of the flu. Exactly. But we, we became complacent in a sense that people went to work with the flu. I came in last year and somebody, you know, in our office had the flu. I got the flu. I ended up, for the first time in my life, out of work for a week mm. with pneumonia. Um, yeah. I nearly ended up in hospital. I then sadly mm. passed it on to Helena, who ended up the mm. following week. Um, and... This whole idea now that we're talking about suing employers if we go to work and catch COVID-19. Sure, I didn't sue Classic Hits because I got the flu off somebody who was there. Helena didn't sue me or she didn't sue the employer because she got it off me. That's just the way, as human beings, we have to treat risk, I suppose. And exactly my point. It's buyer beware. You walk in, the pub should be open. It's up to you. You're, you're, your own. you're a human being. You're old enough to make your own decisions. Whether you want to go in or whether you don't want to go in, that's your choice. It should right. be just... So your message is to everybody, calm the F down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks very much indeed. All right, I appreciate you coming on the air today. Okay, loads and loads of people, by the way, texting. Loads of hairdressers, by the way, texting. Get afraid to come on the air because they work for the, a large salon groups. And they said it will not work. The contraption on Claire Byrne's show, they believed, was ridiculous. And it will never work. That people are not interested in that. They would rather have the girl call to their house and do it on the black market and actually get the hair right. I mean, how honestly, I know ladies, it's particularly uh, to, to, to women out there, and particularly female hairstylists, and there is male hairstylists too, the two women, and I'm aware of that. But how can you honestly, honestly do somebody's hair through that contraption and do it properly? You couldn't. It would be an impossibility. Nobody even mentioned last night the word hair, hair dryer. Can you imagine somebody in that contraption with perspex all around them, a little sliding door at the front, and then the hairdryer goes on? She'll suffocate them. Even if they open the little screen door, it would be uncomfortable. It just won't work. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.